This is Kelly. This is Jen. This is Heather. And you're listening to Whiskey Cats. Yay! <laughs> In this episode of Whiskey Cats, we break down South Boston Irish whiskey and the many forms of artificial aging. Today, we are drinking some South Boston Irish whiskey. Because whiskey Grand Towns have been traveling again. <laughs> yes, we have <laughs> been always traveling always like a welcome again. back episode. I know. <laughs> I've been in the New England <laughs> and uh, came across this intriguing bottle because it says South Boston Irish whiskey. But how can it be both? <laughs> I said. Because the Irish live in South Boston? Well, yes. Okay. A lot of them do. Okay. It's true. And I bought this for us, actually, many months ago, the last time I was in the New England, and a bunch of geologists drank my bottle. Mm, geologists. <laughs> yeah. Never never leave your, your, your any kind of liquor. I was nope. going to say whiskey, but any kind of liquor. Any kind of alcohol unattended among geologists, it will get drunk right quick. So I got some more on my return trip <laughs> this past weekend. Uh, it's a beautiful bottle. I love the labeling. It has this great old tiny map. That they even say uh, that it is reproduced courtesy of the Leventhal Map Center at the Boston Public Library. Which oh, I kind of nice. love that they put it on there. That is nice. And it's kind of a green, it's got a green bottle. Yeah. It's beautiful. Shamrocky, for sure. It is it's <laughs> shamrocky. And it says it's a celebration of the undeniable link between the prosperity of Boston and its Irish heritage. See, it is a beautiful bottle, but I kind of think it looks like it's straight from, like, central casting. It's like a prop bottle. <laughs> yeah. It's like South Boston Irish whiskey. It's like the most oh, yeah. generic name you could call well, it. Well, and let me tell you. So, you know, I was totally drawn in because I don't know if you know this about me, but I really like being from Boston and I love my hometown. And so I was totally sucked in, of course. I'm like, what? I need to get this bottle. But you're right, it's kind of a sham. Like, when you dig down to, like, learn about these these guys that are making it, I, w- I wanted a better story. So, <laughs> do you want your whiskey now? Or do, you want <laughs> or do I want it charming? Right, so this it's made by Grand Ten Distilling. And they're, they are, they're located in Southie in an old iron foundry. Um, which is kind of cool. So Boston's version of a button factory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where they made guns. So like it totally is. The southiest Southie that ever Southie. Southiest Southie that ever Southie. Like for real. Amazing. I kind of love it. So they made guns. In fact, they made the first rifle made in America in this foundry. So they claim. Yay. And then when they like, I don't know, didn't need guns anymore. I'm not really clear on what happened. They, they changed to making wire. Wait. In the yeah, in the iron foundry, like when the like, British went back home or something, maybe. So I'm like not sure about the timing. Wire for like bridges and stuff. I think I understood it to be like electrical wire. Oh, interesting. Okay, but there's not a lot. of... Website is very low on detail. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, we need to go to the Boston Public Library to look it up. To look mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. Well, I did some internet searching. I couldn't find it, but huh. the library may have more. But so they make a bunch of other stuff. They make gin and vodka and rum and stuff. But. Um, I don't really tell you a lot about this whiskey. And it's, you know, as I said, it says it's a product of Ireland and it's bottled in South Boston. This is part of what drew me in. I'm like, what the heck is this? Read about it, read about it. Couldn't find much out. 
I emailed them to be like, can you explain some things to me? Like, where in Ireland is this distilled? A. B, like, are you aging it here? You're just bottling it? I didn't understand. Yeah, like, how, how are you getting it crossed... Cross an ocean. Well, I, he, so here, here are the answers to this. So he wrote back to me actually today. This guy, Matt, from Grand Ten Distilling. He says, to answer some of your question, we import the whiskey from Ireland, blended in, blended in, at our distillery in Boston to create our unique spirit, then bottle it. So number one, doesn't tell me where in where? Ireland this comes yeah. from. I have no idea. Although at least it does actually come from Ireland because I wondered if product yeah. of was going to be like, right. you know, they make whiskey in Ireland and we're also making whiskey. Right. <laughs> but historically, right. it's a product of Ireland. So I, I wonder if that means like Middleton because Middleton supplies a bunch of whiskeys to a lot of the distilleries, distilleries. And, uh, or bottles in, in Ireland. Yeah. So it could be. And then he says it's shipped in totes. Each tote is about a thousand liters. And we blended in, does he mean blend it in? A thousand gallon tank. So I don't know what they're blending it with. Yeah. Here. Um, it is aged for at least three and a day in Ireland. You know what he probably means is that they buy multiple totes. And they just oh, put they the tarts all together. That, yeah. that could be. So okay. it's like a mishmash of Irish whiskeys that they just smoosh together. I don't understand this part. Aged for at least three and a day. So probably three months in a day? Three years. Three, three, three years, years in, in a day. day? I'm going to say three years in a day. It's interesting. When we pour it out, it, this is an interesting okay. question. At this time, we're not aging it in America. So it's aged in Ireland. Right. And then they bring it here, they blend it all up, and then they After bottle it. Aged. That's all they're doing okay. is bottling it. Interesting. Yes. And I still I still don't understand where it comes from. Like, I feel like it's... Maybe that is part of the immigrant story. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. That's very kind of you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But, you know, but it's like... A, what is it? You know, uh, the Jim Beam, like the big factories where they just right. make a ton and then mm-hmm. sell it to the smaller distillers. And they, right. like, you know... Although they will sometimes age it themselves or, right. or not mm-hmm. or just bottle it. And... So, help me to understand. What is it? A tote? That I could not figure out. Okay. I could do some quick Googling, but I'm not sure how much of a tote. This actually... This came... Uh, while I was on my way here at 5.15 p.m. So, oh, so like he knew. Heather's going to look up what a tote is while I pour us some of this. All I can think mm. of is a tote bag. I know. <laughs> little totes. Little totes. Seems, totes. seems like it'd be difficult. Or like a rubber, I was picturing a Rubbermaid tote. Like, <laughs> oh, uh-huh. like what, um, bin? Like a yeah. Rubbermaid bin. Slightly more waterproof than a um, tote. So when we pour it out... This is why I said, oh, I'm not yeah. sure how it, it's extremely light. It is very light. But Irish whiskey right. is not a dark whiskey. Although, I mean, that's light even for Irish whiskey. It's pretty light. <laughs> it's pretty light. It smells very medicine-y. Ooh, mm. Yeah, it does. Wow. Didn't you guys get tanked on this already? Let me say that this was broken out at like 11 o'clock mm. after a full like afternoon plus evening of wine and beer. So. Cheers. Oh, cheers. It has a very sweet front. Yep. Yeah. And then a very cough medicine-y back. Yep. The middle of my tongue is like tasting things that it is not usually, it's usually not in play for whiskeys, but right, but I think it's. 
It your, is the medicineness. Your bitter and um, what's the other side? No, it's all bitter on the side, right? But it's like the center, the center of my tongue. It's like the red. <laughs> I'm trying to point on my tongue while I talk to you. That's um, the sweet. Is that the sweet? It's like a cough med- What is the I can't think of the word. It starts with a D. All I can think of is Robitussin. Thank you. That's. Oh. Yeah. I was like, Robitussin D? <laughs> Probably. Were you thinking of Dalsam now? Because it. No, I was thinking of actually tasty. <laughs> In my, the R, I don't know. I'm like, curvy letter, R, D, Robitussin. Fine. You taste wow, it's kind of brutal. Yeah. I, I would say it has to be three months in a day. There's if, no way that's age so. three years. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna reply to be like, could you just clarify three three what? <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> three three minutes in a day, three months in a day. He did say, let me know if you have any other questions or need well, a sample, which well, very I nice have, of him. I have many questions. Yeah. I can answer one. What is a tote? Uh, it's the affectionate name for an intermediate bulk container or an IBC or a pellet tank. It's a reusable oh. industrial container. So there's a picture here and it's really just like, it looks kind of like a container, like a shipping container, except it's made out of plastic. Plastic, so it won't be reactive. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so much better. Yeah. Does it say what the, so he said the capacity of what the tote was, right? 1,000 mm. liters. Right. Yep, that's... The common size. Actually, 1,040. 1,040 liters. All right. He does say about. Yeah. And I'm giving the exact number. Thank you. (laughs) No, I'm saying, I'm I'm confirming. Even Robitussin is a little bit of a generous comparison, I think. I mean, if if cough medicine really tasted like that, nobody would even take it when they were coughing. (laughs) The first sip was really jarring. It's, I don't want to say it's growing on me, but it's getting easier. But it hurts right here. It hurts in my chest, like right here, in my upper chest. It's burning. Like the sweetness is almost a little like lemon. Mm. Or maybe that's like, or I'm getting like bitter. Mm-hmm. It's a very, yeah, it's a very light sweetness as opposed mm-hmm. to like, you know, like a, a bourbon maple or heavy, brown sugar yeah. or something like that. Have you ever had the pleasure of drinking Bacardi Limon? I have not. I can imagine what it would taste like. <laughs> that is the citrus of this. Like like a, like a sort of manufactured citrus. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, for some reason, we were just yeah. reminiscing about this this weekend. For some reason, we drank a lot of Bacardi Limon and Sprite when we were in college. Hmm. I don't know what we were thinking. Well, because but, it's Sprite, so. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's what you drank everything with. Yeah. Right? <laughs> But part, but the Bacardi Limon part, I never, I don't know what made us do, but it had that that sort of artificial citrus flavor mm. that that this sort of brings out also. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, it's like none of it is very good. No, <laughs> I mean, the sweetness is off. The the weird the medicinal yeah. is. Let's see how terrible water makes it. It's gonna make it very terrible, I think. Well, the so, smell is like. I'm oh, sorry. I was going to say the smell is less medicinal for me. Oh, for me, it's rubbing alcohol. Oh, interesting. I'm like, I just cleaned my earrings with this. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Okay, now I smell the rubbing alcohol. Ah, ah. It does what it does to so many, which yep. is it kills that sweetness. Even yep. though the sweetness was not even that good, it was sort of its only um, oh. redeeming factor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, send us a sample. Oh. Yeah. Matt. So good for late night, you're already drunk, and someone hands you a bottle of whiskey drinking. How, but how, well, how much is a bottle? 
Do you remember? Like 20 bucks. Oh, so it's cheap stuff. Food. And you know, you mix that with a shit ton of Diet Coke. Can't be that bad. Oh, that's interesting. This is like a this is a mix in with yeah, yeah. A, well, cheap, I mean, like you a cheap mixer kind and of. And better probably remember how we tried that with the fins and it was just disgusting with yes, everything? Yeah. This would probably be better because it's it doesn't have that whatever Weird. cloying, whatever yeah, it had. Was, yeah. You'd be like, wow, there's some gross whiskey in here or some yep. cheap whiskey in here, but you would drink it because it's Diet Coke and you're trying to get drunk. Yep. That's that's how I feel about this. And it's you know, it's our generic it's our prop. It's totally a prop bottle. It's yeah, a beautiful it's, little map. And it it's is. It's beautiful. It's, it's interesting that they're, they're going to such lengths to make this connection and to be this, I don't know, I want to say authentic, but it's not, it doesn't feel authentic to me. It just feels forced. Yeah. But all they are is a bottler. I mean, yeah. they literally yeah. do nothing. It's not a, it's not a whiskey maker. Right. It's so, right. you know. But, but they're still claiming that it's. A South Boston whiskey. Right. Yeah. I, I, sorry, South Boston Irish whiskey. <laughs> the full, full name. I mean, it's all good PR, I think. I yeah. mean, like I said, you know, I'm, I mean, I joke about it being a prop bottle, but it, I mean, it is a beautiful, mm-hmm. it's pretty. It, I mean, it looks like something that would be sitting on a shelf in a TV, in like a TV show that you like. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it looks like it should be there and it's beautiful, but it doesn't really have anything good inside it because who's going to drink it? Gross. No, no one's Sorry, guys. It. Sorry. Not our best. <laughs> They can't know. all be Canadian <laughs> whiskeys. <laughs> Can I tell you there the tasting notes on this? Is the only other thing oh, on the website. Do. Yeah, it's kind of great. Uh, so, so a little Bacardi Limon. <laughs> so it has a nose of banana and hazelnut. No, it does not. No, it does not. Transitions to honey, citrus peel, citrus. and cinnamon. Citrus. Definitely. I'd say the citrus peel is the only accurate yeah. thing there. And yeah. it's only and the to me the citrus peel is on the nose. It's not in the taste. This is the first one is like I just feel like they're like, well, it's sweet, so like let's pick some nice things that are yeah. sweet and it's just completely made up. Yep. I mean honey and no, it's not honey. Because honey is a deeper sweetness. Yeah, very much. Alright, well yeah. so that's that. Alright. Maybe don't rush out and buy it, guys. <laughs> we're we're here to save you from that. <laughs> We need a whole segment that's just about space whiskey because we talk about it so often. I know. We need, it needs Can I make own. a sound for yes. it? Like, whoosh. <laughs> Which is supposed to be a rocket in case yeah. you didn't see that. There were arm motions and everything. <laughs> I feel like there needs to be a little, a little lead up though, like a... <laughs> for a proper yes. ro- rocket effect. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. So our space whiskey news for this time is, uh, and you may have heard because it was everywhere. In it's fact, everywhere. I think a lot of people thought this was the first time that was ever being done because I guess it was Centauri. So Centauri is um, sending some whiskey up into space. They are going to send uh, six different types. The weird thing is they're sending whiskey that's already been aged, like different ages. They're sending a, oh, okay. a couple of varieties of ages. So so it's more it's like a broader experiment. Um, yeah. So they they. They don't want to see necessarily how it ages like the way that you would age it in a barrel. They want to see if the lack of gravity. So like 
some, uh, you know, distillers already know that um, keeping temperature fluctuations to a minimum can make it uh, mellower, can make your whiskey mellower. And so that, along with the lack of gravity, they're thinking, well, it'll be mellower uh, than the stuff that remains on the ground. So they're going to leave it in space. I'm not sure for how long. I don't think it actually says. At least two years. They're going to bring it back and they're just going to taste test it against the stuff they have on the ground. Where is the stuff Hmm. on the ground being stored? I mean, I'm sure just in like their in a shack. regular, you know, their barrels. I'm pretty sure they don't keep their well, whiskey no, in shacks. Because if they want to, like, they want to subject it to temperature fluctuations but as I think opposed they, to the space. So just, like, regular. Yeah, just the stuff that they're making already. I don't think they're going from one extreme to the other. Okay. Um, the, the stuff they're making now is, like, their control. So it's a little weird. It's not It's not going to be for sale or anything. It's purely, and I'm going to put this in fake quotes, science. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, not PR at all. Yes. Oh. So, you know, that's like, it's exciting or it's not exciting, however, (laughs) wherever you fall on that. (laughs) But because this was all over the news, there were a lot of um, stories that were like, well, can you really age whiskey in space? And like, first of all... Didn't you listen to our podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Let's be clear that like time doesn't stop in space. Like everything will age. (laughs) (laughs) I realize I mean that as a term of art and aging in a barrel. So It's all relative. (laughs) We're, we're aging right now. <laughs> we are. Oh, it's going to be very different by the time we get to the end of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <coughs> so there was actually um, one of these articles is pretty interesting and thorough. So I think we're going to talk about that for a little whiskey in space whoosh, plus uh, science corner. Combo <laughs> um, <laughs> time. <laughs> Uh, so this guy um, in the Daily Beast, actually, uh, they covered, they said, you know, can you really age whiskey in space? And uh, and they sort of made the points that I just made that it's like, well, it's going to be mellower and it's all just sort of, you know, that um, the uh, what's the Ardbeg, you know, did this mm-hmm. before, which is the one that we talked about. Um, and they just, they actually haven't come out with their results yet. They're still awaiting those from their science, scientician who, <laughs> their science <laughs> man, who decided to taste these. Their science guy. Scientician. It's a good one. That's a good one. Um, and he even called, so he's a Centauri's mumbo jumbo press release. So all of this is so much mumbo jumbo. There was also the beer that was sent to space, which I sort of forgot about mm. that. We didn't really talk about that. He said that had gotten fairly pedestrian reviews. They, they called it the Ground Control Imperial Stout. I do remember oh, that when it came back. Pedestrian. Yeah. Um, but then he compares it to a lot of other ways that you can, uh, again, maybe quote unquote, age whiskey in different ways. And so we've talked about this a little bit. We talked about that Cleveland distillery, which uses that sort of washing machine method where mm-hmm. they, you know, pulsate it in the barrel. Um, they talk about one, and you probably know a little bit about this since our friend tried to pursue one, um, is a, a bourbon that was aged at sea. And this is by, I think it's Jefferson's. By Jefferson's. Um, and so they, like, they say in here that they had put in a bourbon that was almost, that was white. And when it came out, they were stunned because it was so, so, so dark after it had been aging at sea on a ship. So do they put it in a barrel first? Um, and then they, and then the ship just... Did the sloshing. Yeah. Goes... Around the world, is in ports. <laughs> it probably in... went in and out. It was probably okay. being used for something else. Maybe it was just on a transport ship. They're not very specific here. But... Okay. Can I make a sidebar here too? Yeah. Um, in the in the like conservation art conservation world, you call it artificially aged. That's that you could use artificially to explain instead of doing quote yeah quotes artificially aged. Okay. Okay. Term of art. 
And they're like, you know, and of course they, they talk about how, you know, it's not such a bizarre thing because that's how aged whiskey was first made was that they would, um, we've talked about this before, how they would transport it down the Mississippi. And so they realized once it had been in the barrels for a while, oh, it tastes a lot different than when you put it in. <laughs> this is, so this is sort of an extreme example. But, uh, but yeah, so you, your friend Christian like had searched he, for it. I didn't even realize he had until he like found it and was posting all, he was like so excited. Like I found the Jefferson's ship aged and I'm like, you know, because like somebody said they saw it at Costco. Yeah, like, it, was at, it, at it was at Costco. The last but time it, he there. had been like hunting it down because he thought it sounded Did so Did he like not cool. Google it or something? I don't know. <laughs> he, I think he like saw it and like heard the idea and didn't, <clears throat> didn't, didn't actually go, didn't out, actually go out and like invest it, but just like tried to, tried to see it everywhere he went and finally did and got really excited. About so it. did you taste did it? You t- yeah, do you taste it? Do you know? I think so, but he's right now on a plane to Costa Rica, so oh, I cannot. So he just posted the bottle, but not <laughs> his tasting notes. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I saw it at his house. I should have just. Yeah, I mean, and it's also like a not cheap bottle because it was behind the glass in Costco. Oh so. yeah, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. It's like a, I think it's an 80, 80 plus. Like not crazy, but I think eighty ish. Hmm. Crazy for Costco prices. Yeah. We could go, they're on their honeymoon. We could go break into their house and drink all the whiskey. <laughs> no, we're not really going to do that. Christian. Maybe. Uh, he's like, this is a month later. We're back. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so this guy at the Daily Beast mentions a couple other ones, um, which I thought this was interesting. So Virginia's Copper Fox Distillery, which is just down the road from us. And in fact, I've been to their distillery um, and I, we've talked about going to visit there, which we should still do sometime. Yes. Um, they try to speed up aging with a teabagging like method, which I try not to giggle every time. <laughs> so they teabag the whiskey <laughs> by adding a mesh sack <laughs> of toasted oak we're, and apple. We're which totally grown ups. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. We're, go. we're all of the age of twenty one. I swear. Barely. Uh, adding a mesh sack of toasted oak and applewood chips to the distillate uh, for a year. So I don't know if they, they must do that in addition to putting it in a barrel. So it's like, but that, and that's sort of how the space whiskey is aged is how they like put in the the chips inside. But then, but you've got that mesh bag in the way. Wouldn't, I wonder what that does. Like, does that get in the way? Does it slow it down? Maybe it doesn't because it's just a mesh bag, but yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, it's like tea. But if you have a tea bag versus like a like loose sleeves, they they but, must infuse at a different rate. No, maybe not. Maybe I'm overthinking this. Uh, I'm sure it is, but I'm sure it's minimal. And also, like they're not doing tea. They're not doing tea. Well, we're just going to call it that. Another way. <laughs> not a, another way. It's an addition to the barrel. So it's like that. I think mesh versus. Oh yeah. No so just it's just really like better. extra surface area yeah. wood. Okay. Yeah. Um. So they do that. Uh. Hudson Baby Bourbon, which we have mentioned that we are not fans of, oh. um, and I actually didn't know this, but I, I guess this is why they call it Baby Bourbon, um, is that they they actually age their uh, their bourbon in tiny three gallon barrels to facilitate more wood contact. Um, it says traditionally oh, bourbon is aged in fifty three gallon barrels. Yeah. I thought it was just because it was young. Oh, teeny. interesting, teeny babies. Well, I guess it's 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 not uh, it's artificial. It's artificially aged. <laughs> it's not young. It's uh, it's, uh, right. it's really young. Yeah. It's I still, you know, I think about, I feel like I need to do some geochemical modeling. I forgot. This is actually the best part. Of the, that's okay, I was about bourbon. to get really nerdy. So thank oh. you for cutting me off. <laughs> uh, this is just so, it's so hipster. I don't, it's not even hipster. It's ridiculous. Additionally, and it, so this is the Hudson baby bourbon and they're tiny baby bourbon barrels. 
Um, additionally, low-frequency sound waves pulse through the aging warehouse at all times. The distillers believing it agitates the liquid, causing even more barrel contact. And that's probably true, but it's like, that's so ridiculous. We talked about that the other, like, way back when we talked about this in episode two or whatever, they were, like, ultrasonically, they were adding, like, that's ultrasonic right, yeah. shaking to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I Which is the same thing. Like, adding a sound wave is the same thing. It's like, it makes it these little tiny oh, vibrations, so it agitates it, like, on this tiny scale. Huh. Yeah. So. I think that's uh, that's all the ones they mentioned, but <laughs> he sort of jokes. He's like, perhaps you could bury it in the desert, put it atop a skyscraper, at the North Pole, or maybe even at the bottom of the ocean, like the <laughs> rum maker Seven Fathoms has recently tried. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. God. Oh, that's funny. But this oh. small barrel versus big barrel, right? Like like a few episodes back, we learned that there's a, there's a time... There's a time over which the aging doesn't really do anything. Right. You reach so, a certain point, and then there's... Right. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't... If you're in the baby barrel, won't you just reach that faster and if you but that's what they want they want you to reach that faster right. to speed up the aging process right especially because you said it because it's relatively young like maybe they only I, I don't i can't remember how long they do it but if they do it for like a year then maybe that they're hoping that's the equivalent of like right. five years or something i want one of my pis to model the diffusion of woodness into great like, barrels of different sizes that and yeah yeah that? Oh, any of my that. if any of my scientists are listening Whip me up a little uh, diffusion model, <laughs> and and we'll talk about buying you a beer or a whiskey the next time I see you. Well, whiskey we'll would be more on. appropriate. Yeah, yes. we'll have them on as a guest. AGU. Your deadline is the AGU conference in December. <laughs> we'll do a special recording. Brilliant. I like it. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> that's, yeah, our... that's, that's all I got. Uh... Well, I mean, so I think it's interesting that they, there's so many different ways that people are experimenting with, with aging or or... I'm sorry, inauthentic? Agent? Artificially. Agent. Artificial, sorry. I know, like, inauthentic. So I like inauthentic, too. <laughs> inauthentic agent. IA. <laughs> I think it just leads to the question of when, when are we going to try our aging? <sighs> Absolutely. Well, and, and now it's the experimentation to do different types of aging ourselves, mm-hmm. to have, like, one in a tiny barrel, one in a bigger barrel, one with sound waves going through it. One and with a tea bag, one, one with straight up wood. One, yeah. one to go to space. <laughs> the space one, obviously, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can just, we'll, we'll we can bury just... one in the backyard. <laughs> time, time capsule bourbon. Oh my god, it would sell so well. Oh my god, god. I can't it, there should uh, be something called time capsule anyway. Sh- no oh, one, no yeah. one listened to that. You heard it here first, dibs. All right, we're totally designing an experiment for the winter, and then buried in snow. Bourbon. Oh, yes. <laughs> we can put it in Andy's uh, snow pile. <laughs> yes. The glacier. For Sogarty Glacier. Mm. This is going to be so a great many, winter. So many possibilities. We've got to age, <laughs> age whiskey. We'll report back on the 52 experiments that we've done over the winter. <laughs> I love I'm it. Not- <laughs> what would we choose They're as our all base? Great. I know. <laughs> so what, good. What would we choose as our base? <clears throat> White whiskey. Like, if you could choose right now, you had to choose. What's what's our starting material? What do we do? I don't think that we've had enough um, white whiskeys to... Maybe whoever will give it to us in the largest volume. I think we would have a winner. Yeah. Well, I wonder if going with one of the commercial ones, for one, that might be easiest. Yeah. I mean, we could just, like, put it in order for, like, a case, maybe, and they would just sell it to us. That other... Mm-hmm. A lot of other distillers are using and aging themselves. 
Yeah, that's true. And it would be the cheapest option. It would probably. be the cheapest option. We're doing this. Plus, we would already be drinking a lot of it in other forms, so it'd be semi-familiar and not offensive to us. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, we'll report back on that because that's happening. If you had a favorite white whiskey we should try aging, what is it? You should tell us at whiskeycatspodcast at gmail.com. Or tweet us at whiskey underscore cats or Instagram a photo of it. Got the same <laughs> handle. With arrows pointing With arrows. Out. This. This, this, this is one. one. This one right here. <laughs> Do this one. And you can call us and tell us what white whiskey you would age at 202 760 2009. Honey, baby, won't be 